0: Happy Monday everybody, my name is Brandon Rose and welcome to episode 246 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. What a week for me to miss a regularly scheduled episode like last week as I was on vacation. Was there any news in the Xbox ecosystem if you're hardcore? Well, there was sure a lot of rumors, but let's get started with a normal show, and we'll touch on it in a minute. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. xboxn 10com no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations, and social media profiles which you can follow at xboxn 10 To start, let's talk game releases. There were no big games out last week, but the games coming out this week include Airhead, Banisher's Ghost of New Eden, RZ, the Jewel of Faramore, Genie Reprise, Lords of Exile, Gunvolt Records, Chirononical, Tomb Raider 1-3 Remastered starring Lara Croft, Ultra Food Mess Deluxe, A Little to the Left, Argonauts Agency 4, Gloves of Midas, Played Up, Hawked, Smile Land, Survive the Wilds, Barbecue Simulator the Squad, Call of Heroes Tower Defense, Easy Red 2, Edge of Reality, Caveman Ransom, Game Chronicles, Mayhem Heroes, Senshi Sokoban Quest, and Skull and Bones, finally. Now to last week's biggest news stories and we have 5 to cover this week. Number 1. Microsoft to share details on bringing Xbox games to PlayStation next week. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Microsoft is planning to share details about its plans to bring Hi-Fi Rush and other Xbox exclusives to PS5 and Nintendo Switch consoles according to sources familiar with Microsoft's plans. Details of Microsoft's multi-platform plans have been gradually leaking, with The Verge revealing over the weekend that the upcoming Indiana Jones game is being considered for PS5. Now, Microsoft is getting ready to outline the future of Xbox next week, after a weekend of leaks and uncertainty for Xbox fans. Quote, we are listening and we hear you, end quote, says Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer in a post on X. Quote, we've been planning a business update event for you next week, where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned, end quote. We were told Microsoft was originally planning this business update for later this month alongside an announcement of Hi-Fi Rush for PS5 and Nintendo Switch. After speculation around Hi-Fi Rush, Starfield, and other Xbox games coming to PS5 Intensified over the weekend, Microsoft has responded with an announcement of a business update event for next week. Datamine Game assets hinted at a release of Hi-Fi Rush for PS5 and Nintendo Switch last week, following rumors of Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves making their way to non-Xbox platforms. Now, Microsoft will have to address the rumors head-on and explain that its new Xbox strategy and what the future holds for its gaming efforts after the massive $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Man, what a week to be on vacation. I mean, if you go on X and on the internet, the community is crumbling. It's not a good place. I have been hosting an Xbox show for now a consecutive 246 weeks without missing an episode. And this feels like this is going to be one of those major momentum shifting moments in the industry. Similar to when Game Pass was announced. And we couldn't believe what it was. Seeing the community really crumbling and you know threatening to return their consoles and everything. I think everyone is being a little bit dramatic. However, if all Xbox exclusives are coming to other platforms. And if those are day and date. I mean, what is the reason to purchase an Xbox console? And that's what I most afraid of, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I personally love my Xbox ecosystem, I love the Xbox console, I love the platform, Game Pass, all that, that's why I'm doing an Xbox show, right? I do love the PlayStation exclusives though, but for the average consumer who can't have both consoles and can't afford them, like myself, why would you own an Xbox if you can get those Xbox exclusives and the great PlayStation ones all on the Sony platform, when you can't get the PlayStation exclusives on Xbox? So I'm really not going to conjecture too much on this. I don't think it's going to be as bad as everyone is making it, but I am just sick and tired of their communication and the messaging and us constantly having the question, what does an exclusive mean on Xbox after all these acquisitions? It really is exhausting. And it does suck because the developer direct was so good. And that was so short lived now with this and the community crumbling and everything on fire. And I don't know. I guess on next week's episode, we will have hopefully something more concrete to talk about with this, and I guess we can address it more, then. Number 2, Ubisoft commits to Star Wars Outlaws in 2024, Assassin's Creed, Codename Red by March 2025. Wesley Ann at IGN writes, Ubisoft has reported its financials for the third quarter of its current fiscal year, and in doing so outlined what we can expect from this year in the early part of 2025. In the short term, Q4 2024, January to March 24, includes the imminent launch of the much-delayed Skull and Bones, as well as free-to-play Call of Duty-style shooter X-Defiant. Then, moving into the next financial year, Ubisoft committed to launching the promising Star Wars Outlaws in 2024, that means it will come out at some point from the beginning of April to the end of December 2024. Assassin's Creed Codename Red, meanwhile, is down for at least during the 2025 financial year, which ends March 2025. It seems likely Ubisoft is targeting an October-November 2024 launch for Assassin's Creed Codename Red, which is the set, long-awaited feudal Japan universe. Elsewhere, Ubisoft mentioned free-to-play games of Division Resurgence and Rainbow Six Mobile for fiscal year 2025. Expect more in May, Ubisoft said. Ubisoft did not disclose the sales performance of Assassin's Creed Mirage, Avatar's Frontier, Pandora, The Crew: Motorfest, or Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown, which came out last month. It did say Rainbow Six Siege is doing particularly well, and the Assassin's Creed brand saw overperformance. This is cool, this does outline some of the big plans for Ubisoft over the next basically year, and personally I cannot wait for Star Wars Outlaws, I am biased in being a huge Star Wars fan, but I gotta say that first demo looked really promising, hope to see more of that sometime soon. Number 3, PS5 has outsold Xbox Series X and S 2 to 1 data suggests. Tom Ivan at Video Games Chronicle writes, in an investor presentation released on Thursdays alongside its quarterly financial results, the company said 77 million current-gen consoles has been sold as of December 31st, 2023. Representing combined PS5 and Series X and S sales, the data was sourced from one of or a combination of research firms IDG Consulting and Newzoo and the Entertainment Software Association. Sony and Microsoft consoles launched in 2020, while Microsoft hasn't confirmed exact sales numbers for Series X and S, PS5 surpassed 50 million sales on December 9, 2023. Assuming Sony's console managed to sell at least another 1.34 million units during the remainder of December, and that the Take-Two data shared is accurate, PS5's lifetime sales would be double those of Series X and S at the end of 2023. During 2023 alone, PS5 sales outpaced Xbox Series X and S by almost 3 to 1 according to estimates published last month by research firm Ampere Analysis. Last year, Microsoft openly admitted to having lost the console wars after consistently ranking third behind PlayStation and Nintendo in terms of sales since entering the market with the original Xbox in 2001. This really isn't shocking. We did pretty much know this, but did want to get this on the record given the data that was shared over the past week. And what does Xbox have to do to pick up the pace? I mean, I would have told you it's going to be consistently good, great, even excellent. 90 plus Metacritic exclusives to get people to buy consoles? But is that even going to make a difference? And depending on what they talk about next week, is that even not going to be a valid way for them to succeed? I don't know. They are doing so well though just because they're being outsold 2 to 1 by Sony. Microsoft and Xbox are still doing very well, just not as well as Sony and Playstation. Number 4, Disney buys 1.5 billion stake in epic games to create expansive universe within Fortnite. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, Disney has purchased a $1.5 billion stake in Epic Games and teamed up with the company to develop a new, expansive, open, persistent, and social universe that will interoperate with Fortnite and let fans play, watch, shop, and engage with their favorite characters and stories from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. This news was revealed during Disney Q1's fiscal year 24 earnings call and it was announced that this new experience built in Unreal Engine, while players, quote, create their own stories and experiences, express their fandom in a distinctly Disney way, and share content with each other in ways that they love, end quote. Quote, our exciting new relationship with Epic Games will bring together Disney's beloved brands and franchises with a hugely popular Fortnite in a transformational new games and entertainment universe, end quote, said Robert Iger, Chief Executive Officer, the Walt Disney Company. Quote, this marks Disney's biggest entry ever into the world of games and offers a significant opportunity for growth and expansion. We can't wait for fans to experience the Disney stories and worlds that they love in groundbreaking new ways, end quote. quote. Disney was one of the first companies to believe in the potential of bringing their worlds together with ours and Fortnite, and now they use the Unreal Engine across their portfolio, end quote, said Tim Sweeney, CEO, founder of Epic Games. Quote, Now we are collaborating on something entirely new to build a persistent, open, and interoperable ecosystem that will bring together the Disney and Fortnite communities, end quote. No further details were given about the project or when fans can expect it to arrive, but it is said to be a multi-year project and looks to expand on many of the times Disney and Epic have worked together in Fortnite. In addition to there being Marvel and Star Wars skins in the games, there have also been such live events as the Marvel Nexus War with Galactus that brought 15.3 million concurrent players. This new experience will most likely work in a similar fashion at LEGO Fortnite, Rocket Racing, and Fortnite Festival in that they exist within Fortnite but are separate games that you launch from the game itself. This is big, big news. As noted, this is Disney's biggest entry ever into the world of games, and they're doing it with the biggest thing in games in Fortnite. Now, it's so funny that they're just so talking around the metaverse, if that's what we're really going to call this thing in the future, but hey, whatever works for them. I mean, I do think that the LEGO Fortnite Rocket Racing and Fortnite Festival are all really cool experiences within Fortnite. So are we going to basically get a Disney park, or are you going to be able to exist and play with all the characters and go on rides or something? I don't know, but I am excited to see what this does bring because, unfortunately, I do love a lot of Disney properties. Marvel, Star Wars, gimme all that. Number 5, Xbox Layoffs Hit Crash Bandicoot Developer Toys for Bob. Tom West at True Achievements writes, Following the news that Microsoft will be laying off many staff, most of which are from Activision Blizzard Studios, reports suggest that these layoffs have hit Toys for Bob and Sledgehammer Games. Last month, Microsoft announced that it had made the painful decision to lay off around 1,900 employees across Xbox Game Studios, Cinemax, and Activision Blizzard, and saw Blizzard's already announced survival game shelved. This move follows Microsoft's $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard, which concluded last year. According to a report from the San Francisco Chronicle, Microsoft will be closing Toy for Bob's office in Nevada, California, and laying off 86 employees on March 30th. Reports earlier today suggested that the Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, and Skyrander's developer would be closed for good, but that doesn't seem to be the case for now. What Microsoft plans to do with Toys for Bob isn't yet clear, but according to Windows Central's Jez Gordon, on X he has, quote, got confirmation that Toys for Bob is not closing down, end quote. I wanted to highlight this as this seems like a real shame, Toys for Bob seemed to really be an underappreciated developer, and the work that they did on the Crash and Spyro remake trilogies. I mean, people really, really love those games. Not for me, because I don't have the nostalgia, but I can still recognize good work when it is done. Sad to see all those that are affected go. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and since we are talking about games from Xbox being published on Sony and Nintendo, I thought we'd do a fun fact with all of the Xbox Game Studios games that have been published on Sony platforms. And well, if you're familiar with the industry, these aren't gonna be that too surprising. So, December 17th, 2013, Minecraft PS3 Edition September 3rd, 2014, Minecraft PS4 Edition October 14th, 2014, Minecraft PS Vita Edition November 11th, 2016, Minecraft Bedrock Edition May 26, 2020, Minecraft Dungeons August 25th, 2021, Psychonauts 2 And last year, April 18th, 2023, Minecraft Legends Obviously, we have a lot of Minecraft in there, and these were two big purchases in Mojang and Double Fine Productions that published Sega Nuts 2, which was already in the works for that platform. But what's going to be the next titles that's coming to Sony platforms published by Xbox Game Studios on their platform? Seems like it's not going to be that far away, and that Hi-Fi Rush would be the next one. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, as I did just get back from vacation, I have had no time to play anything else than mobile games on my travels, and I've been playing a lot of Blooms Tower Defense 6 Plus on my iPhone, and I probably logged about 20 plus hours on my vacation on that game during all the travel, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. But I'm very excited to get into The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered on PS5, one of my favorite games of all time. Cannot wait. My name is Brian Rose, you can follow me on Xbox or Brozo93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.